Welcome, one and all, to another episode of The Last Ones In Podcast. I am Jeriah Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And drumroll. Robbie! I'm back, baby! He's back after what, a month and a half or something? It feels so, like. It, okay, drum roll still happening. <laughs> <laughs> we broke the drum roll. Oh, God! <laughs> feels like it's been like a month and a half. It, yeah? I think so. Well, it well, departed. There was another one. Teen movie. I think it's been about three another weeks. Teen. Missed a, Wow. Batman 2. Oh, Batman 2. Yeah, so you haven't been on in five, five weeks? It's crazy. John yeah. Wick 7. John Wick 4 is the newest John Wick. It's still in theaters. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a great movie, I've but heard. luckily, Dry's wife finally uh, lifted a restraining order, so I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, so yeah, today we watched episode three and four of season one of Fargo. <laughs> it's only been three months. It's been a it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> So since we watched Fargo, <laughs> I think it did a pretty good job of recapping you guys. It yeah, did actually, yeah, uh, without even having to really do a recap, except for episode four that did a recap. Episode four is super just yeah. a recap. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, let's uh get into how you guys are feeling about the show so far. Uh, we'll start with Robbie on this one. It's getting more interesting, but I kind of expected it with the. Uh, Based off of the movie Fargo and like how that goes, I kind of figured the show would be that just kind of more extended. But this is adding a lot more to it, and it kind of feels almost like mm, I don't want to say that because I'd be kind of spoilery. Um, <laughs> it does a good job of like holding the essence of the original movie while expanding upon it and like adding more of their own flair to the thing. And it's all it it's getting more interesting as the episodes roll along. Yeah. Yeah. It's causing it causes a lot more tension, uh brings up the stakes more with the, each episode. It, it it's getting good. It's getting good. Yeah, I think the first two episodes, quite honestly, really are just kind of world building and getting you kind of used to like the tone of everything. Right. Before it really starts like going really plot heavy with a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Uh E, how are you feeling about it so far? You've seen season 2. I have. How is this comparing to season 2, would you say so far? I- I think I like season two a bit more still. Sure, sure. It has been six years since I've seen season two now. No. Four? Five, maybe? Five. Thirteen? Been a while. It's been a really long time. <laughs> also, Jiraiya does this thing where he assumes a prequel is the best place to start. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I do um, that. It never is, it's... surprisingly. They, they, they have a thing where they actually do a lot of setup. In the main show that it gets called back on. Yeah. Uh, but you understand that better now. <laughs> uh, no, I love it. Uh, the assassin steals the show. He's such a fucking amazing yeah. character. Billy Bob Thornton really yeah. fucking takes it away. Um, so, like, it's one of those things where he's such a good character. Like, it almost makes the others feel worse in comparison, which isn't really fair. It's just, like, they're normal people, and yeah. he's... <laughs> Like this he's Looney fucking eccentric character. as hell. He's fucking Bugs Bunny and like BoJack Horseman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what it feels like, sort of. Yeah. Well, it's what I was gonna say earlier with uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character. It kind of almost feels like a very smart person in a room full of you know maybe teenagers, levels of experience and intelligence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love a lot what it's setting down. It's really interesting how it's keeps the pace up and like it's one of those things where i feel like 
in an average show, we'd be at the season one finale. <laughs> and we're four episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plot wise, it feels like it's like, man, this is about to end. Yeah. And it, it never does. Even like sometimes the episode will fade to black and I'm like, oh, that was a pretty good episode. And then it has 10 more minutes. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. And they throw something crazy yeah. right there at the end. All this to say in a good way. Not yeah. like that. I feel like it's too fast or anything. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's really enjoyable. Writing's as good as always. Um, yeah, and it's one I just I'm really curious where it's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen season one quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, when I first discovered Fargo, I think I watched season one three times in a row or something like that. <laughs> like just bam, that was bam, the only one really out, liked that show. It then. was the only season out at the time when I right because the, the movie first the movie right. came out in the nineties, long long ago. Show came out. Before 20, the dinosaurs, even. 2014, 2015, the first season came out. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so, yeah. it's uh, They were they were fighting for it for a while then, huh? God, not Kite. really. No? No. They just decided to pick it back up after almost two, 20 years? So the showrunner of the show went to them because he had ideas for it. Uh-huh. But the Coens never really attached to projects like that. Like, they don't ever think of sequel projects or spinoff projects. Really, not really. Mm-hmm. So, he had, from what I understand, he had to do a bit of convincing. Interesting. To, to be allowed to do it. You know, respect to them. That'd be me. I specifically never want to make sequels. <laughs> I want everything to be self-contained. I hate I hate media now where everything gets continued or re-picked up or rebooted. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Just, yeah. just finish your goddamn story. Now that I think about it, that does is very much a Coen's brother thing. Like every movie that they've made is very self-contained. Like they tell the story they want to tell, and then they end with it. Yeah, I've won that so much. I think it really shows when like I get like floored by movies nowadays, and it's like <laughs> a movie that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's just a good ass movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went out of his way. He also uh, show ran. Buffy. Uh, no. <laughs> What is it called? Legend or Legendary? I am Legend? No. Legend. It was an FX show as well. But it was an X-Men. Legion? Legion, that's the one. Okay. So the guy whose show runs and writes this uh, with a, a whole other team of writers uh, also did Legion. Okay. On FX. Wasn't Legion also like based off of that movie, Legion? No, Legion is based off of X-Men. Okay. He is an X-Man or a villain of X-Men from what I understand. I don't gotcha. really know him very well. Yeah, and, the, and he was like, man, I, I, sh- I, can't co- I can't even be compared to the cartoon i would just be left in the dust so i better make my own thing (laughs) (laughs) um i never watched the show uh e your father yeah did and he talked about it constantly really yeah he fucking loved it i've never heard him talk about the show once he does that a lot (laughs) (laughs) he picks one person in particular and like just tells him everything about a show and then never brings it he'll just pick up a show That'll be his thing for a month, and then he's done. He'll never even like, never brings it up again. Like huh. the most I've ever heard him bring up is like Breaking Bad, and that's because Better Call Saul yeah. is current. And like even that, like I had to be like, oh yeah, Better Call Saul is coming back. He's like, oh yeah, I better remind myself what the entire thing was. <laughs> yeah. Now people could be like me, where I watch one <laughs> season like <laughs> a month. So by the time I'm done, the show's like we we're back, and I'm like. Thanks, I, I am halfway through your show. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty decent way to go about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so because of that, Fargo and uh, Legion actually went on a every other year gets a new season thing. Ah, okay, so he would work on one show and then take a break to work on another show and then go 
just yeah, flip-flop back He was forth. working full-time, but and he was working with FX full-time doing shows, but he would do Fargo, Legion, Fargo, Legion, okay. Fargo, Legion. I can't wait till season four of Fargo when Wolverine shows up. <laughs> no, uh, but Chris Rock is there a lot. Uh, and fucking, he's so good. Season four of Fargo <laughs> is so good. I keep forgetting Chris Rock is <laughs> like an actor, the actual person. Oh, you keep thinking of The Rock. No, no. I, I mix up, like, everybody hates Chris, like, oh. the people in the show. Oh. And I think that kid is Chris Rock. No, that's not Chris no. Rock. No. No. No, he <laughs> just plays him on TV. Yeah. Uh, in my defense, you can't just say, like, hey, this is Chris Rock and not have me think it's Chris Rock. You, yes, you can. No, you can that's do never that. allowed. Okay, so what about it's The Rock? allowed. What about The Rock show on NBC? I've never seen it, so I can't say. Me what about either. 30 Rock? Has anyone seen it? I haven't seen 30 Rock. 30, 30 Rock's weird. It's, like, almost good, I feel like. <laughs> like it's, it's 90s like, good. Is that what are the rapper movies? No. No, it's a show. Uh, uh, what, Donald Glover got his uh, first Emmy for writing for that show. I think he ended up getting three in total for writing for that show. What a, what a career he has. Yeah. He's done very well for himself. He's done everything. Yeah. He uh, wrote uh, for 30 Rock. Did did rap? I think he's decided he's retired with rap. Is he um, done? Yeah, I think he he either said the last one he did was the last one, or he has one more coming out. I forget. But the last one he did, he just ghost dropped. He didn't tell yeah. anybody about her press or anything. He just put it out, and then he co-starred in Community until he got bored. Literally, he said like, "Man, that show is so great and it's so passionate." Until I started to feel like it was a job, and he said, "If I'm ever doing something that just feels like a job, I'm done." He show ran, starred, and wrote in Atlanta, and. uh became a job so he he ended it uh he's going he is so many big characters in hollywood he will probably be getting a spin-off star wars show by himself he's had a career yeah he's had a career yeah yeah he has nothing to do with fargo if i no i'll say if i ever like was like a big hot shot i feel like that would be how i do it where i just like do a thing till i'm bored and like everyone would hate writing me and stuff because they'd be like we don't know if he's just going to leave one day. Yeah. George Lucas would be like, can you play a uh, Han Solo? I'd be like, one time, half the half the movie. Well, now you're just now you're just being the dog. Yeah, now I'm just being the Well, no, that's exactly what... I can't fucking think of his name. The guy Harrison played, Ford. Harrison, thank you so much. He's forced to keep playing him, though. Yeah, but he yeah. literally said, like, I will play him once. And they're like, come back for another. And he's like, okay, if I do, you have to kill me, though. And, and he did. And they're like, okay. And then uh, they froze him in Carbonite and then made him come back again. Yeah, because they weren't sure if he was going to or not. They were like, we can probably pay him enough. And they were able to pay him enough. So they brought him back in Carbonite. And then they're, one last time, they're like, we need you back, Harrison. He's like, okay, but you actually like have to kill me this time. And they did. Spoilers. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one thing I love is everyone trying to get answers from him about Star Wars when he clearly doesn't give a shit about Star Wars he and never did. He doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> Star Wars. He loves Indiana Jones, though. So weird. Which is why he's coming out for a fifth movie. Kind of. Isn't there eight of them? No. No, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. There's three originals, yeah. one soft reboot with Shia LaBeouf, and then this one. Uh, but weird. he was also in the one with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to take up the mantle, and everyone hated that one, so... I also I don't think Shia LaBeouf even wanted to take up the mantle. No, no. I feel like people don't actually want him in movies usually. Shia LaBeouf? Not anymore. Not anymore. There was a time when he was hot shit though. Yeah, when he was even Steven. Right past even Steven actually. <laughs> yeah. During right. even Steven, that was his height. Like right when he was done being Steven and even. 
He started unevening himself, and then he unevened he himself uneven too, much. too much. Yeah, he screamed himself into the A list with Michael Bay films. Oh man, oh, yeah, he was Transformers. Yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. he was the original Transformers trilogy. Yeah, yeah, he was the thing that kept it together somehow. <laughs> Terrible movies. Which is- Terrible movie. It's weird to think that he's the one who kept it together, considering they had Megan Fox in the original trilogy. Well, she brought up the fact that she was being uh, abused and mistreated, at the, and then the they fact, removed though. her. Yeah, so she did that after the second one. She's like, I'm being abused, mistreated, uh, I'm being treated not like paid I'm right. just yeah. a sex symbol, and I'm not getting paid, uh, so I want to change that. And Michael Bay said, fuck you. And so she was like, no, fuck you. You're like Hitler. And he's like, okay, you're doubt then. We're just going to recast you. And then she was blacklisted. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think she still is. No, she's no. in movies. She's in stuff now. Her whole life's weird now, though. Yeah. She's also either married or engaged. To... She was engaged to Machine Gun Kelly, but I think they broke it off now. Anyway, you know TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my coffee cup? I need to lean over a desk. <laughs> We're getting off subject again. Yeah. Fargo. Fargo. Let's Near talk girl. about season one, episode three of Fargo. Yeah. Robbie, go ahead. <laughs> So Lester <laughs> is like, "Oi, howdy! I sure murdered my wife." No, he's, he's still trying to hide. He's still trying to hide that his wife was that he murdered his wife. I think it kind of starts off with like, like his hand hurting. Like, doesn't he bring his brother-in-law to his place? There's still blood on the floor, and he has to go and grab a couple things. And that was the that end of the last episode, I think. That's in episode four, I believe. Might have been. Episode Am I thinking three. of the beginning? We of episode watched four? episode three and four back to back. So. Right. They get mixed up. And it, I'm trying to remember exactly where it started off. With C- Lester's with hand hurts. Uh, there's two hitmen following Lester. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the good. Oh yeah, it yeah, starts yeah. off with him uh, uh, saying that he wants to go back to work. Is what it was. And like, oh, you're so brave for wanting to go back to work. It's like, oh, I can't just you know keep on muddling about it. Blah 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 blah. And can't just sit at home. Yeah, I can't just sit at home. And so they ask him to go and take care of this case of someone else who was murdered in episode two. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Sam. Yeah, Sam. And, Having the two boys that are just basically shooting arrows through everything in the house. Yes. As you do. As <laughs> one does whenever you're a delinquent teenager. If I had a crossbow, yeah. I would have fucking killed myself. <laughs> Accidentally, but... <laughs> well, but thank God for death. that. <laughs> just like, you should not have... I don't know if I trust you with one now. No, I, I definitely just shoot everything in this house right now with a crossbow. <laughs> I just How strong just is falls. this wallpaper? <laughs> not as strong as a crossbow, I guess. Anymore. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure there was a time in high school where we were shooting each other with blow darts, so. With blow darts, uh, airsoft is good. That's just a good time. Man, I was such a pansy. I hated getting shot with a BB gun. <laughs> BB guns hurt, man. Yeah. They do. They make you bleed. So do paintball guns. Me and Dry shot Fuck, each other I, a couple times. I was taking paintball paintballing once, and I was out after 10 minutes. It, I, I hate fucking... I know... Well, that's true, too. But <laughs> <laughs> End state. <laughs> uh, I know, like, people, no one really likes pain other than masochists, obviously. Right. But, like... I can't stand it. Any, like, slight discomfort, I am just not into at all. Like, it's like it's... I get that it's supposed to be, like, adrenaline and, like, oh, man, oh, blah, 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 blah. But, no, yeah. I I don't get it. My body shuts down under any pain. Oh, you're just, like, instant flight? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> fucking out of here. <laughs> I, yeah. I love paintball and airsoft so much. Mm-mm. Paintball, not so much as me, but Dryo watched me get shot at Kimbo with them before, so... Mm. Yeah, that looked that sucked. fucking hurt. It sucked. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm not good with like objects of 
mass destruction like a paintball gun. <laughs> like a ball filled with uh, paint. <laughs> I mean, I also just am not into guns at all. I shot like a rifle once and I don't like it at all. It's just too much. It's fun with airsoft because you get to like go around and like be active and like shoot people and hurt people and then <laughs> without consequence. And then just the ad- adrenaline goes through you and you're wearing the American flag and you're running through a field. <laughs> <laughs> Dang Screaming freedom! Bury me, bury me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I just, it's my dumb lizard brain. Really yeah. enjoys it. But speaking of guns, uh, Fargo. <laughs> Lester's brother also has a lot of guns, and you can see Lester himself kind of like trying to slowly get incorporated s- with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, for his safety in his mind, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, He's- which is why he needed a, you know. Shoot an M40, I think is what they're called. Yeah. An AK-47. <laughs> Much smaller gun. Or no, it was an M60, wasn't it? Big mounted gun. A gun yeah. that you would normally need to mount. Bazooka. Yeah. Don't mount that. Why? <laughs> Isn't that just a mortar? No. Mortars are also not mounted. What? What is that thing called? It's a mortar, but you don't mount it. You just put it down. It just has feet. Yeah. I would say that's mounted. It's like you. You're basically a mortar. I just like... Shove some cashews down your throat. You'll probably shoot them out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a slow process. I'll let you know that. If you're like a... <laughs> then I got to wait for them to come out before I can throw more in. Just like a mortar. <laughs> projectile vomit mortar. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Lester is trying to kind of, in his eyes, get his manhood up. Get like this self-defense thing going because he thinks that he can't be this... Uh, defenseless thing anymore right uh also that go uh he goes to sam's house talks to his wife about the insurance policy about him being murdered and everything and all she cares about is the money like she just really wants to get this insurance money and this entire time the kids are in the background shooting everything and she (laughs) talks about how she really hates her children and all this other stuff and gives a story about how they met and how she's just unhappy this entire time and basically says that she will sleep with lester if she'll give him the insurance or if He'll give her the insurance She'll money. She'll give him the insurance. <laughs> I'll give you insurance money if you I'll give you so much me. money if you let me fuck you. Well, that's that's a different business. That's, yeah. that's what, she, I mean, that is her business, just the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's had it flipped around for a second. Yeah. But also that duo was just like hiding in the bushes this entire time because he sees them. Yeah. Just uh, out like watching while she's trying to seduce him. They're like the big bad wolf hunting you down on your last life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> game are you playing there what uh no i just started watching uh puss in boots last night oh nice yeah then i got sleepy <laughs> you jerk it's good it's really no, good i do love it a lot uh anyway I still I what a dream it. works best i would say what one a dream works best i would say you can dream twice if you want what are we talking about <laughs> puss, in, puss boots. in boots also fargo <laughs> and fargo Pay attention. Very similar uh, stories going on, you know, between Puss and Absolutely. Boots and Fargo. Kind of similar, <laughs> actually. Apparently, <yes. laughs> so, I need to watch this movie. Puss and Boots is great. I've, Boots. I've heard. It's pretty good. Uh, me and Dee went to watch it. Oh, man. Being in a theater. That is a theater movie for sure. <laughs> and oh, it's crazy that Jiraiya, uh man who goes to the theater for the smallest of movies, they didn't, they didn't watch that one. Hmm. I don't like Shrek, man. <laughs> There's no Shrek in that movie. I There's guess. a little Shrek. There's any bit of Shrek. Name. They they you, say his you name. You see a Shrek, you see Mr. Shrek and Mr. Donkey. <laughs> Listen, Eddie Murphy has a name. <laughs> uh so yeah. Yeah. Uh the other thing that's happening in the story of these two episodes is you get really deep into the male cop who is in Bemidji, I believe, right? No, he's in Bermuda. Duluth. He's in where? Duluth. 
Duluth. Yeah, he's, yeah, in, he's Duluth. in Duluth. We're in Bidmage. Bidmage. Yeah. Uh, and him investigating everything that's going on and kind of coming to terms with like what he did and trying to like accept what yeah. he did that night. Yeah. Whenever, because yeah, if he has you guys don't remember, he left. Uh, he let the assassin go after being sort of threatened. Threatened uh, in a roundabout way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More or less intimidated, but. He feels bad about it. He's, I think he's having a hard time saying that he was scared that night, and that's why he let him go. Yeah. But that's pretty much what happened. And now, you know, cops just say that, and they'll be like, listen, I know I had four guns, but, like, that kid was running away from ran. me, therefore I was scared. <laughs> he ran away from me, and that, he, I did, I, he ran too fast, and it scared me. I was worried he was going to, like, run around the entire world and, like, kick me in the back. <laughs> and, like, since he was going so fast, I would have, like, my chest would have exploded. Man, if I ever get hurt, I'll just call a cab, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. But yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the assassin uh, knows who was blackmailing the king of the shops, whatever his name is, Supermarket yeah, yeah. King. And he is just like, hey, I'm going to take this over now because you're incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> he comes by, he's like, hey, you got bronzer on your uh, ransom note. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's not. He just he's like, tells him like, you're, you're a fucking up. idiot. It's I'm, fine. I'm taking over. Uh, do as I say. Yeah. And he just does it for what we assume is the money. But it with knowing this guy, it's not I mean, really it probably for the isn't. money. He just likes chaos. Some people just want to watch the world burn, Mister Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that plot point is also going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of the basis of everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, that happens. Uh, you see the... I guess he doesn't even really have a name because he goes by a couple different fake names. Frank. Like, the uh, assassin? Yeah, the assassin. Yeah. Uh, but there's that. He gets some Adderall from a guy that mm-hmm. is just selling a bunch of illegal substances from the back of a van. And I don't zombie- think all of it's illegal. You, I think you can sell piss. You can, but if someone's buying piss, it's for illegal reasons. Right, legal you deniability. Can, you can sell piss, and you can say I have piss if you want my piss, but you can't say I have piss if you want to pass a drug yeah. test. So, <laughs> yeah, that's always the thing. As long as you don't know what they're buying it for, yeah, exactly. You're allowed to sell it. Not anything. Don't take this as legal advice. Yeah, <laughs> we are not lawyers. That being said, <laughs> if it's one of those like a cop finds you buying piss, the first thing he's going to do is like, well, you're buying, trying to pass a drug test. Listen, fetishes exist. <laughs> this they, is piss. I thought this was Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been drinking Tastes this all the day. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's kind of the big stuff that it's doing in episode three. Yeah. Uh, like Robbie was saying, he buys those pills from the uh, van guy who's selling the piss as well, mm-hmm. and he has a idea to make him so paranoid that he wants to give the money away. So he f- ends up finding out that he's very religious. When he yeah. goes to his office to explain, like, hey, here's another blackmail ransom note. And he just has all of the uh, glass, what are, what are those called? Glass windows. Yeah, he has, like, all the glass panes, yeah. uh, like you would find in a church and stuff like that. It's clear he is super fucking yeah. religious. As one of, like, Saint someone who historically was said when being, like, fried by all the people was like, hey, turn me over. I'm I'm done on this side. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, know. true story, I think, 
Well, just because, you know, yeah. stuff that old. Yeah, just, yeah. Martyr, just martyrism stories. Yeah. yeah. And so he, the assassin here, is like, okay, well, I know exactly how to get to this guy. So he starts setting up a plan to where he will be performing all of the plagues on him, essentially. Yeah. F- F- Moses. A lot of my people go. Yes. This. Yeah. Which starts up <laughs> starts off by apparently just like sneaking pig blood into his water pipes. So whenever he takes a shower, could, it's still also, insane to me. The p- blood and the water is the first of the plagues. Yes. Like, but the first thing he does is with those pills. Yeah, he sneaks yeah. into his house after killing his dog, motherfucker, cutest dog ever. Uh, sneaks into his house and exchanges the acetam the uh, prescription grade acetaminophen that he has. Yeah. And he takes that away and switches it with the Adderall. Thirty right. milligram pills of Adderall, which is to just make him more paranoid. Right. So he basically took his medical grade ibuprofen and, and replaced it with speed. Right. <laughs> with basically <laughs> meth. Yes. Uh, and so every time like he's starting to get stressed out, he always like pops a couple of these acetaminophen. And chews on him for a while, and like he calms down and whatnot. And now, instead of when he's freaked out, he does that. He gets more freaked out, which compounds the problems yeah, going on right. and his paranoia. So not only does he do the pig's blood uh, in episode four, he actually fills his entire store with as many locusts as they could find in every single pet store. Mm-hmm. Uh, CG locusts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a very long. We had a discussion about if it would be cheaper to do CG or real locusts. We we decided after about five minutes of discussion, yeah. CG would probably be cheaper. Yeah, yeah, probably. Just factoring in all the stuff, like all the they had seemingly real food that would all have to been replaced. It was most likely in an actual supermarket that they just repurposed. So like they would need so many exterminators and like all the liability and all, just yeah. yeah in the long run. Probably would have been cheaper. Yeah, probably, probably CG cheaper. Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, <laughs> well, the weird thing about it in Hollywood, there are insect wranglers. That Absolutely, just, there are. Yeah, like yeah, they suck animals. Yeah, you know, they collect animals and they take care of them and make it to where, like, so if you see like a cockroach or flies or whatever other kind of insect on a TV show, chances are there was a wrangler, like you know, let them loose, let them do their thing, and then like brought them back with sugar water or whatever else they needed to, and then just takes yeah. care of them. I mean, and depending on the intelligence of the animal, it could just been straight up trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like of you can, can train spiders. You can train spiders. You can train cats. Cats are the ones that I hear. Cats aren't like an insect. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you can train you can... cats. My cat was pretty trained. I would cat say. was very trained. I would say yeah. uh, snakes. You can train fairly well. I right. love snake. I, I like gained an appreciation of snakes after snakes watching are... a lot of people like take care of them. Snakes are so snaky though. Yeah, they but look like slimy. They're not, but they look. Yeah, they're slimy. definitely they're, not. Yeah. I think the cool thing about snakes, though, is like they're pretty docile. Like, like oh, snakes you keep as pets. Yeah, they're yeah. very docile. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't like mess with them. You know. Well, they can't hear. Ooh, that's nice. You can just all kinds of terrible things. Like they, that's a specific thing. Like a snake won't ever learn its name because it doesn't like yeah. have sign the language. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, that's the big plot point going on with the assassin at this point. He's just having fun with it. Yeah. And in episode four, he gets arrested. He does. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to the arrest because that will come full circle. There's a lot of arrests in episode four. Just saying because uh, Locus was after the arrest. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, the uh, assassin brothers. Assassin brothers. Yeah. The Hitmans. They call them brothers, but they're they just the Cohen together. brothers. 
<laughs> That'd be great if they were called the cones. That'd be good. Yeah. Doesn't the episode four start off with uh, the yoga instructor pretending to be a plumber going into the house like, oh, yeah, nothing's really wrong with your pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Just laying more paranoia. Yeah. Into everything. Like, hey, this uh, kind of reminds me of like, the whole Bible thing. You're a you big ever Bible read reader, the aren't Bible? You? It's so unsubtle. Mr. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> you ever read the Bible? I mean, it's just like that one thing with the Moses, you know. And just the most unsubtle thing ever, but he's a fucking idiot, so what do you expect, right? They're all right. stupid. Yeah. Um, and just kind of planting those seeds. In episode four, we get more stuff with Lester going on about him trying not to give up the fact that he killed his wife. And is the re- and knows that guy who killed everybody else in the town. Yeah. And all the while with him literally having his guilt eat away at him yeah. in the form of the wound on his hand because one of the BBs that were in the shotgun shell in episode one went into his hand and never came out and he can't go to the hospital and say take the BB out because that would place him upstairs when the shotgun blast happened. Except he could because the hospital has that oath where they don't always have to disclose it. Actually, if it is a gunshot, they have to. Oh. They legally have to anything involving a gunshot. What if it wasn't from a gun? What if he accidentally just hit it with like a hammer really hard into his hand? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to see if like everything was bullets could go in with anything and it did. So, uh, but yeah, no. So legally it makes it, I totally understand why he wouldn't want to go to the hospital. No. Yeah. He's paranoid anyways. Like he's already like, yeah, but also it's one BB. So like, (laughs) yeah, whatever. You could probably yeah. come up with some other reason why there's a BB in your hand. Yeah. Um, you shot yourself. It's very, very common. It's well, no, common. like some kid was playing around in the backyard and shot me in the hand with a BB, uh, messing with the ball bearing, and when the ball bearing shot out of it. Um, anything. And yeah, pretty much anything. I was trying thing. to take out the BBs in the gun and went on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he is. his hand is getting more and more infective. In, uh, swelling, infected. full of pus. Yes. Yeah. There was a pretty gruesome scene where, like, he's just squeezing it and pus is just Ugh, pouring out of it. So that's gross. what I imagine all the people talk about, like Doctor Pimple and stuff. Like, yeah, it looks pretty similar to that. I don't actually, understand it. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, so that's what's going on with his story and him again, just trying to be more manly yeah. and all of that, quote unquote, more manly. Also, all <laughs> while the brothers are kind of just tracking him down and trying to get him to confess to killing Sam. Yeah, they like corner him in his jaw, but uh. What's her face? Police lady shows up to stop the first attempt. Yeah, so he works at the uh, life insurance agency. Just insurance. Just in, yeah, I guess just insurance. But there is life insurance there. Yeah, which is there's all the insurance. There's all the insurance. <laughs> yes, and he's there, and they show up and they start questioning him, like, "Hey, like we know this was you." Remember, remember the fifth of November. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, Molly comes up. Molly. And- She's uh, looking to get her life insurance for all the things that are happening recently and accidentally drops her... Uh, Very important criminal case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in front of him. And like, shows him a picture because, if I remember, at the beginning of episode four... Three. Or, yeah, at episode the beginning of episode three, three it showed the assassin... In the flashback. Uh, yeah, in a flashback, grabbing the guy that was in the trunk and like that whole big thing. In episode one, yeah. Yeah, and then showing like, how she gets a... Uh, I guess... She got security, the security cam footage cam. of it, and like yeah. so, which is always grainy and not looking very well. But it's like the best picture that they Even have. Even nowadays, of this guy. they never upgraded them. No, 
No, they actually don't give a shit. <laughs> it turns there are yeah. it turns out they just are okay with people actually stealing stuff. Yeah, unless unless you're employed there, in which case, get out of here right now, you thief. I mean, at an office, it's just one of those like management just watching over, like watching all of the people working. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I saw that you you spent thirty five minutes in the break room for your lunch. You know, it's only thirty minutes. How dare you? That's going to be, like, be an infraction uh, on you. I set the clock five minutes forward when you weren't looking. And he's like, <laughs> damn it, that's not against the rules. <laughs> that would be great. It was just like, I set the clocks forward and every single one of these in here, and then it said we can go home early. Not in the rule book that I can't do that. <laughs> fucking uh, Air Bud-ass rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I d- it doesn't say I can't bring a bear to the workplace. <laughs> Just dogs and cats. It says no dogs and cats or any other fair animals. Not a fair animal. It's a bear. Who would fucking own a bear? So I brought him. <laughs> yeah, it just says no pets. I just found this. Yeah, I found this guy. Fucking crazy. He's been following me for like a while. You'd be surprised yeah. how long a bear will follow you if you're just carrying a giant fish with you. <laughs> Had a little tiger with him. Had a springtail. <laughs> Had to shoot that fucker. That was creepy. Yeah, I think the circus is in town, actually. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, you get to see that in a flashback, and she does reveal that picture to Lester because she has been suspecting Lester the entire time right. of foul play. Even though the new police chief is just like, ah, leave Lester alone. It's the, just Lester. The new police mm. chief couldn't get to the box of a, to the bottom of a box of donuts, and he'll try. <laughs> it just fails every time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, her and then Gimli. The uh, Tom Hanks's son. <laughs> I can't I remember his character Gimli. name. Remember Colin, but you can't remember that his name's Gus in the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gus so Grimley. Gus has uh, been working with Molly, and they end up meeting up uh, to go over evidence and for stuff like that. And then they wind up going out for burgers to her father's restaurant that he owns and talking about things there. <laughs> Getting to know each other. I want to say, if you just met someone and it's like, I know a great place to get burgers, and then it just turns out that it's their parents'. <laughs> what's what's your thought? Well, two <laughs> thoughts first off. First thought would be like, okay, they're just trying to get their parent business. I guess that's sweet, whatever. Second, though, if the burger's awesome, you just got a new burger friend. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a point. So, in your mind, it's a win-win, right? Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get burgers, man. <laughs> Okay, yes. In my mind, I get burgers is probably also a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you've just had a burger? They're like, this is shit. I'm not eating this burger. What's the last burger Wendy's. you've decided you've not finished? <laughs> Big Mac for you. Big Mac. Oh, that was such a disappointment. <laughs> I brought back terrible memories. <laughs> I've had a Big Mac since then, and it was much better. I've had that one Big one, Mac. That Big Mac okay. in particular that sucked, one apparently. Big Mac, man. I don't know what it was. It was spoiled. In fact, you told me so many stories about terrible burgers. You told me when you got the Mr. Beast burger and it was just raw. Yeah, well, that's Mr. Beast, and I know better now. Because it was probably just made in some dude's basement. <laughs> we could probably start up our own Mr. Beast burger. Yeah, Robbie has a fryer. I have a microwave. Let's fucking go. That's the only two things you need to make burgers. <laughs> And fries and burgers, yeah. I think literally the requirement to start a Mr. Beast thing is you need a stove with two burners, a microwave, a deep fryer, uh, and a deep fryer, and a supply of clean water, and I think it's something like two feet of flat surface space. And if you can provide you have all of if you can provide proof you have all of those things and you have legal documents, you can one thousand percent start your own Mr. Beast thing. They'll send you these supplies. I'm hearing that we huh. could probably do it. We could do it. 
Also, what supplies do they send you if they're giving you raw burgers? Boxes. Oh. I think they send boxes and stuff like that. I don't that. even think you legally have to use those. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Do what you the... make the burger meat out of the boxes? Yep. I think. You could. I think I mean, there's probably an option they supply with meat or it's like, hey, go buy this grade of meat. Two. And then figure it out. Grade C meat, at least. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> at must, least 60% plastic in this meat. Must be 12% beef. We will not go any higher or lower. <laughs> well, we can go lower. Yeah. Lower with documentation. Yes. yes. <laughs> of what? I don't know. <laughs> Something. Um, What were we talking about? Mo- Molly took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo- and they go to the thing and they have some shakes. Yeah. It's a very cute, fun little moment, actually. And uh, insight into these characters getting to know each other better. Because it's not yeah. only um, Colin Hanks's. <laughs> Gus Grimley. Gus. Uh. Uh, Gus's daughter is also there. Yeah, and she's the like, I'm a child. Kind of, yeah. That's sort of her character so far. Um, And all while this is going on. That's not it. We know she likes M&M's. Yeah. Yeah, that's true because the vending machine didn't have an M&M's, so she had to get a, a candy. I thought it was a, uh, Three Musketeers. A $100 like. bar? hundred grand? No, those are red. Uh. It was a silver bar, so it had to open like a... Uh, uh, three musketeers. Musketeer. Huh? I thought Babe she Roof. just got M&M's. No, no they, she, were, out they were out of M&M's. She got a... I don't know how you go from, oh man, out of M&M's, guess I get this fucking chocolate bar. The, I mean, it's, it's all Hershey chocolates, whatever. <laughs> Actually, Mars, I think it's M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> we're thinking too hard about what you got out of the vending machine. <laughs> I, I'm still curious. What are all the gray chocolate bars? I'm, I'm curious about this now. Gray? Like the silver oh. ones or whatever you talked about. Like Musketeers, 100 Grand. No, 100 Grand's Red. 100 Grand's Red, you mean? I mean, uh, Babe Ruth. Babe, Babe Ruth is white. white. But you could get away with it seeming gray, I think. Uh, there was that one that z- z- Zero? I think I think it is called Zero, actually. Zero? Oh, it's crap. It's crap candy bar. Zounds, Zounds is blue was, and also not a bar. Say the zero bar that you're talking about, wasn't it like very distinctly nineties thing? No, it's they still exist. Hmm. And they're still bad. <laughs> Isn't there a thing they're full of air? No. There's like stuff in it, but it tastes like shit. I just I thought that was the thing. Like it was like they puffed it with air for calorie density or something. No, no, it's just shitty candy. Ah. Just shitty candy bar. I'll get you guys one. <laughs> it's not good. I I don't even eat enough good candy. I don't want to be eating candy. <laughs> I fucking bought store brand jelly beans after Easter. They didn't even taste like fruit. Why Why would you want them to taste like fruit? Because they're jelly beans. You want fruit? Go get fruit. And also, every time I'll buy sour candy, and I'm always so disappointed because they're not sour. It's never sour enough. It's never sour <laughs> The only enough. thing I've had recently that is actually sour is like sour Skittles. And even that's like you gotta put like a lot in your mouth. You gotta put all of them, guys. Guys, Fargo. What about it? (laughs) We're talking about it. Near stop. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) so yeah. Also, we're not. uh, You guys are worried too much about the candy bar and not enough about the bourbon inside of the milkshakes. That's fine. That's legal. Well, actually, I don't know. For a twelve-year-old? Well, she didn't have it. They didn't know that at first. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, that's what's going on with them. They're just investigating more, trying to get down to the bottom yeah, of it. Molly is constantly being told, hey, shut up. You're not on woman. this case. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I, the man, know everything. Now yeah. hang, help me hang this fish on my wall. <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, cut forward in time. Gus is getting out working. He gets a call 
saying that there is dead dog, yeah, dead dog. dead dog, and they've been trying to get somebody out there for a couple of days now, but the actual person's called in sick, and we've learned that Gus. We learned that, that basically guy has is leukemia. just yeah, that guy has leukemia also. <laughs> a great joke. So he goes off to investigate this thing, to where he has seemingly been set up to falsely, or seemingly to falsely arrest the assassin. The assassin sets it up to where he will technically not be doing anything wrong, but he knows that people know what he's doing. So he wants to get caught so he can get off the suspect list immediately. So nobody suspects him anymore. So he sets him up in a play in a way, uh, even gets a costume in, in place. So Gus arrests him. Uh, and he just looks like the most like, but looks like Lester. He looks like <laughs> Lester and kind of acts like Lester a little bit. And just the most benign dude. He would never suspect of anything. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no one minister. suspects the Yeah. The minister. Yeah. And so, when have anyone in the church ever done any crime? I can't think of one or thousands. Yeah, name seven trillion attempts. <laughs> Just, oh man, Catholic Church, huh? Yeah, <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess all you really have to do is look at the list of people who got relocated. Yeah, yeah, which they now hide, by the way. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fun. So any, something less depressing. <laughs> something less depressing. Murder. <laughs> um, he ends up arresting the assassin. Gus does takes him in. He's like, I know it's this photo because Molly had shared the photo with him. Yeah, and the police chief doesn't like that. No, he does not like that. Neither of the police chiefs do. Um, Molly's like, Hey, I'll be right there. Tells the police chief about it. He's like, No, 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 no. Not your case. You're a woman. Sit down. I'm off. I'm gonna go. So the police chief, played by Bob Odenkirk, who is just the worst cop goes there to uh, investigate all of the things going on and interview the assassin. They go in there and the assassin's like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a minister. Been there for blah, blah, blah years. Everyone in the town knows me. You can just pick a name out of the phone book and call it. And I bet you they're going to have a, a, a great story about me. I'm a great guy. I was that bingo. I was that bingo. This person won. How would I know that if I wasn't there? They don't announce any bingo winners ever. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, 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 okay. Well, I guess we're going to look into this. And so they do, and all the things check out. Somehow, uh, I think E has a better idea of how that checks out because of the whole world of assassin kind of thing. Like, a, Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was e, like, what? What did I do? Because <laughs> you've seen season two, so you kind of yeah, know okay. how a lot of that stuff works. Um, And so... All of that winds up checking out for him, and both of the chiefs are real mad at Gus at this point. And they're like, how... Like, like, you pull the gun on a minister. How dare you? Yes. Illegal. Uh, so he gets put on Three to, weeks of desk duty. Yeah, three weeks of desk duty, just filing paperwork for three weeks. Seems fine to me, actually. Seems completely fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you pulled a gun on an innocent civilian and brought him into here on no charges. Do some papers. <laughs> <laughs> Write an essay about how sorry you are. That's essentially what it is, yeah. That's probably even that's probably not even harsher than what they do in real life. Sadly it's not. Sometimes they even get a vacation. Paid. A paid vacation. Yeah. So uh he ends up being very angry that this is even happening, so he tries to follow the assassin out. And the assassin just again speaks in fucking riddles to Gus the entire time. And he ends up bringing up like, "Hey, you use you know- this fake name." Oh yeah, he he calls him the the fake name that he was using before. And once he does that, he like turns around. And he's like, "You know what's so weird to me? 
is that humans can see more shades of green than anybody or any any other creature. Just every shade of green. He's like, I don't I don't see how that's relevant. He's like, just any shade. You can just humans really learned how to see that. You know, Dry is making it way less of a riddle than it actually yeah. was in the thing. It was yeah. just. It was more Why of do a, you humans think, see more shades yeah. of green than any other color. Why do you think that is? Yeah. It's like, yeah. once you figure that out, you'll know my answer. And, and he brought it to Molly, and Molly's like, yeah, evolution. Oh, right, because the, the thing that uh, Gus actually says to him is like, how do you just go around doing this? How do like, you just lie? Yeah, how, he's like, doing what? How do, you, how do I do what? How do you just lie like this, like you're doing right now? And then he tells him nothing. Uh, ends up bringing that to Molly, and Molly's like, Oh yeah, that's because uh, evolution and uh, predators, predators, and so we were everything was so green in the forest and stuff like that. We needed to see all the shades of green to know if we we're being attacked or not, and uh, which is actually like so revealing towards how the assassin thinks about everything, and like, hey, like animal nature. I mean, that's what he talked about with Lester. He's like, embrace your monkey. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh man, the assassin character is just so he's, cool, he's man. He's such a good character. <laughs> he's really good. Uh, and then all while this is going on, you get some climactic events happening with Lester, I would say. The two uh, people. The brothers. The, yeah, brothers the brothers. The one who is deaf and the one who is not. By the way, the actor who uh, is deaf in this is actually deaf. I think you told us this last time. Did I? Deaf is all less. Anyway, Let's say it every time. I'm going to do it now because I'm going to forget that I've said it every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun. And... uh. I think I said this last time too. I do like that they don't give you the translation except for the they one, do it once in it. this. They like do it with when one it would be almost impossible, but yeah. I always like that cuz um I think it's the thing I brought up too like I like when a when stuff will just like if it's in this language, it's in this language. If you know yeah. it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. That's how world works. Yeah, yeah. Cuz like I think I I gave my feel how I don't really like when subtitles just write says something in Spanish rather than just, like, actually transcribing the Spanish words themselves. Yeah. Because, like, I think that's not really fair to those who need subtitles. That's true. Because, like, in real life, if you know Spanish, you know what they're saying. So I feel like uh, deaf should have that, too. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right on that one. Uh, Send a letter to Netflix. (laughs) Netflix is the best about subtitles, actually. Netflix has great subtitles, man. Like Netflix does, in fact, do that for the most part. I've only some of their old stuff struggles with that. Yeah, yeah, they they have really great subtitles. It's actually great when you discover that Netflix has great subtitles because before you're like, oh, Netflix subtitles are like okay, I guess like they basically work. And then like we've watched some like movies on DVD. With Batman subtitles. doesn't even have the right subtitles. <laughs> yeah, because most <laughs> most DVDs and like Blu-rays and stuff like that, if you turn subtitles on, they will literally get the script from the directors. And whatever notes are on there, and then they literally just type that out. So if there was a subtle change in dialogue that they chose randomly at the uh, right at the end of editing, and it's different from what's written in the script, and like, too bad, <laughs> that's not what the subtitles are going to be. <laughs> in comparison to Netflix, who in one of their shows had forcefully peeing in their subtitles. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> it's going to be so silly. One of the best examples of subtitles I've seen recently was a fan translation of the newest uh common writer show <laughs> because like it went so far to like translate you know every single text on screen which i think is how you should translate stuff sure but like even if it was something like uh you know it'd be like a little ui goes up and it's like and like unrolls they had the text unroll with it that's genius and like anytime the text is like in a specific way or if 
it fundamentally does something, it will do it with it. It was really cool. That's really good, actually. And, like, I, I remember there was a... Crunchyroll actually did something similar. There was uh this scene where someone was on their phone and, like, uh stammering. They were like, oh, hello. And, like, in the subtitles, it just said, like, hello. But when they started stumbling, it started going, like, and, like, adding to the hello to make it... And it was really cool. That's really good, yeah. That's what I want from Chance. I want more, like, subtitles like that. I That really understand... The source. Yes. That's my rant of the day. That, that's difficult. That's difficult to have a team it for is. everything like yeah. that. I think they should be paid more. But yeah, yeah I, I, think say, every, I think, I think the basically thing all is, of them should be paid more anyway. That's the biggest thing is that that means that they'd have to actually pay a subtitle team. Yeah. <laughs> and they already don't pay their animators. <laughs> or what their a, localizers. What animators? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to me. By the way, since we're talking about animation. Yeah, that's fine. That the year that Netflix decides we don't want animation anymore is like also the year where Pinocchio wins best animated film. That's just hilarious. And they get it's to also, get away with being like, "Look at our animated shit." Yeah. Yeah. It's also the year that um an animated show is actually their highest rated show with uh Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah. And HBO which canceled a bunch of shows. Check their top 10. I think 4 out of 10 were animated. Yeah. Uh two two of which were Steven Universe and Steven Universe Future. Yeah, it's like they don't really know what people want. It's like they don't treat... It's like there's just a bunch of old people at the top who are like, uh, this is kid shit. We don't need it. Yeah, man. Speaking of HBO, do you guys see the... That they're going to change it to Max. Max. Yeah. So, so it was so weird because I saw that and then they said, oh, never mind. We're actually just going to call it HBO Max. And then they're like, actually, that Max idea. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's stupid. And then the leader was like... Uh, people thought it was weird when we were going to call it HBO Max because it was HBO. It's like, I mean, they changed, the, they changed the name all the time. It started off as HBO Go and then it went to HBO Now and then HBO Max and now just Max. You know, there's something interesting about that tran- that transition, though. Uh, the fact that they fucking called it HBO in each of them. Yeah, now they got rid of the thing that made it synonymous with quality, <laughs> which is good. Literally their point. Yeah. Because it's not going to be quality anymore. So. <sighs> so annoying. Ed and Eddie finally get somewhere to exist, and now they're fucking it up. Now they just got space with 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> hmm? Said blame Discovery. Oh, I super do. Yeah. I think that genuinely was, like, I think there's talks about a bunch of the companies that were screwed over actually taking it to court because of uh, unfair practices or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um. Who knows if that will go anywhere, but that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. That it won't great. uncancel the shows that got canceled, but... No, but at least there'll be some sort of, like, man, this was dumb. Or, I I think they do have to pay the people if it's proven, like, hey, you unfairly canceled all this. Yeah. So, at least the people who worked on stuff would get money. Yeah, at least there would be that. But, uh, almost to the end of episode four, Fargo here. Yeah. Fargo! <laughs> uh, the brothers kidnap Lester uh, into a trunk... At also, by the way, at one point when he was to talk to his brother, he ends up stealing his taser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just happened to, really. Just happened to. He didn't really mean to. He just did it. Uh, well, I think it's because like, he was like playing around. It's like, oh, what does this do? And then realized like, it made the zapping sound of electricity and then didn't want his brother-in-law knowing that he's playing with it, so just stuffs it in his pocket real quick. Yep. Relatable, relatable. Relatable, yeah. <laughs> so he's had, he has a taser when he gets kidnapped by the two brothers, and they take him out to the lake, like how episode one or two ended, I forget. Two, I think. I think two. Uh, and they're about to drill a hole and dump him in there and kill him. 
and but they're trying to get yeah. him to confess to killing Sam. Yeah, because there's a yeah. big uh, fight between the brothers because the deaf one wants to know beyond a uh, shadow doubt. of a doubt. Yeah, that, that he, he actually did it because he doesn't want to kill an innocent person, essentially. Other than the other guy other they killed, that was unrelated. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they don't want to make the same mistake again, really. And the other one's like, "I don't care. Uh, we just need somebody to pin it to. So let's do it and get out of here." Um, and so he's trying to get him to confess, like badly. Just wants him to say, "Like, hey, my name is Lester Nygaard. I did it." And he won't do it. Yeah. And so he tases him, runs away, finds a cop on the road, and the cop like punches him. Yeah, the cop like won't listen to him. He's like, "You gotta take me away." And the cop won't do it. So he's like, "Fine." Like, hey, I'm not a taxi service. Punches him in the face. He's like, now I got to arrest you. He's like, great, great arrest me. Great, good, good, good. Arrests him, uh, gets taken into jail. Meanwhile, the brothers are like watching, realize what happened. Uh, cuts to them. A little, there's some stuff in between, but we talked about that. Cuts to them at a bar. And they're getting into a fight. And you're like, man, why are they getting into a fight? They like fail badly or whatever. It's a ploy. They get into a fight, get arrested, and they end up in the same jail as Lester. Same cell, even. Same cell. And so, it's a little great moment. Lester, like, they, like, walk up to Lester in the jail cell. He, like, stands up like he's going to do something and then just sits back down. And the one guy, uh, the one who's not deaf, just, like, smiles, and that's how the episode ends. So good. Yeah. Just amazing acting all around, for sure. Yes. That's the one thing that the Fargo show, in every single season, even season three, which I didn't, Season three is growing on me, but I didn't. I don't love season three. Uh, that means he's <laughs> season three growing on him. Means he's just watched it so many times. He's just trying to convince himself it was good. I have found things I really appreciate about it. Yes, <laughs> there are some things that like you'll see initially and you don't really appreciate it, but the foresight of it, you start really thinking about it. Like you know what, that was pretty good. Yeah, there are the casting in every single season is phenomenal in Fargo, and the acting feels like. Giant Hollywood blockbuster drama with every single actor and character. Like, everyone's putting in a great performance. Like, nobody's, yeah. like, phoning it in in any season of Fargo with any character. It's great. I know. I wasn't chewing on the dog. I didn't really believe he was dead. Yeah, I didn't think that was a dog either, actually. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of puss in boots. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah. That's episode four and three that we discussed about kind of back and forth there, but there you have it. Very loosely. We went on a couple rants there. Listen, Mostly we need YouTube. to figure out all the silver candy bars. <laughs> we have to do it. <laughs> Next episode of Fargo, we're going to, right right away, we're talking about candy bars. We just list every candy bar in history that has ever had a silver wrapper. <laughs> three Musketeers and Zero, that's it. Zero's kind of gray also, though. But you can get away with it being silver. I would believe so. <laughs> silver enough. Dry's going to think about this next time he goes to work, I bet. Yeah, I'm going to look at all of those, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's... He's going to go down the candy aisle and you're just opening up all of them. Like, maybe there's silver on the inside. <laughs> They're all silver on the inside, I'm pretty sure. That's the trick. Oh, <gasps> shit. So, yeah, um, that's episode three and four of Fargo. I'm enjoying this watch with you guys. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I look forward to keep watching it with yeah. you guys as well. It's- See you guys in three months. <laughs> when no. we see episode five and six. <laughs> We're getting back to this very, very soon, I hope. Uh, it's just so funny whenever it's my turn next, because it's going to be one, maybe two episodes. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. enjoy. I'm enjoying this watch through so far. Robbie, 
you seem to be enjoying this. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about a lot of the jokes because this show has a very dark sense of humor. It's very, but funny, it's still yeah. very funny. Like we didn't get into like how one brother accidentally shot the other one in the ass with a <laughs> <laughs> with a what was it a the crossbow? crossbow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That or like how Lester is like kind of being sexually harassed by the wife. Like, well, we talked a little bit about that one, yeah. but like that or like just some of the things that happen with the assassin too. Just because like like I was saying earlier, it feels almost like a very smart adult dealing with a room full of teenagers with almost every single Uriah. scene that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, oh man, so great. It's, it's so good. Uh, e, I'm glad you're liking it. Not, not quite season two levels yet, but no, but one, we're four episodes in and yeah. two, it's been five, maybe six years since I've seen season two. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of remember bits and pieces of it. I remember the big stuff. There's one thing you remember There's for sure. There's one thing I definitely remember. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we did forget is uh, the beginning of episode four actually started off with uh, the king of the supermarket place um, yes. showing out he was like down on his luck and oh, moving yeah, to Minnesota yeah, yeah. and then ends up finding what is essentially the- Five dollars. <laughs> At least five dollars. At least five dollars. Five dollars uh, plus five million. Uh, yeah. There's a snow- uh, Snow covered ice, briefcase. Ice- uh, Cruster ice ice scraper ice scraper, <laughs> and above and when he looks under it, there's a big old briefcase. Yes, and it explains in episode two or three three I think there's a there's just like an ice scraper in a glass panel. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it explains why there's an ice. But scraper it also in explains like panel. Yeah. it also explains why he's so religious. So because like right before he found that scraper, he was basically lying on the ground saying like. God, if you get me out of this situation, I will follow you for the rest of my days. And then finds, you know, millions of dollars and says, oh, God exists. Yes. And for anybody who has watched the Fargo movie, this is like the one really, really big tie-in to the Fargo right. movie. Uh, it's something that happens at the end of the Fargo movie. And it's one of those big things that everyone's like, man, what happened to that money in that movie? Because it's, it's not like an answered thing at all. Nope. This, as far mar- as everyone's concerned, that just disappears into the ether. Yeah, the money is buried in the snow. Yeah, everyone's marked like, what by what is in the box? Kind of, yes. Uh, and so, like, that's like one big thing. Like, you get a big answer to the Fargo movie thing. Is man, that's what happened to the money. Somebody who didn't fucking deserve it got it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean he was gonna die? Yeah. Well, this child was gonna freeze to death. Should have thought about that. <laughs> Should have thought about that at the gas station. Uh oh. Where he spent his last five dollars on gas. Yeah, should have. Which found in more 1986 money. only got him twelve gallons. <laughs> a lot, actually. It probably got him like half a tank of gas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's where we're at so far. We'll keep this adventure going. Eventually, uh, soon, soon. <laughs> I want to do it in the next. I'm cursing. You. I'm actually not even going to give a promise to when. I'm just going to say soon. <laughs> yeah, because I just we just got to hope that the world doesn't go on fire for us again. Yes. Boy, did it ever go on fire. All oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll say, why are you whistling? This is the worst time to whistle. There's a mic in front of you. That's uh, the fire thing. Okay. Uh, e, thank you for joining. Yeah. Robbie, thank you for joining. Yeah, good to be back. Yes, yes, yes it's good to have you back. Uh, everybody out there, thank you for listening. Have a great one. Robbie, get us out of here. So if you're out about, make sure to be kind of wonder. Make sure to be safe. Uh whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys again very soon. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Let's see how long you can do this. <laughs>